0: You're listening to the Aligned Athlete Method Podcast with Rosie Mead, the podcast which provides you with the tools and simple steps to achieve enhanced performance whilst living a life you love. I'm your host, Rosie Mead, expert in mindset, rest and recovery, and this is the Aligned Athlete Method Podcast. welcome to today's episode where I'm going to be talking about overwhelm. It's been a really hot topic in the Aligned Athlete Facebook community this week so in this episode I'm going to talk about how you can get out of overwhelm and into action. I want to start by asking you a question so pause this episode, take as long as you need to reflect on this. What are your triggers for overwhelm? This is a question I asked in the Aligned Athlete Facebook community and there were key themes which came up. Uncertainty, lack of control, sensory overload, so like lots of noise going on in the background, kids shouting, um, music turned up too loud, lack of time, lots of responsibilities and feeling pulled in every direction. For me personally, my own triggers for overwhelm often stem from lack of control, lack of focus and purpose, kind of if I don't know where I'm going, putting everyone else's needs above my own and sort of not prioritising time for self-care. For me, these are big triggers for feeling overwhelmed. I'm going to ask you another question now, and this one might be much harder to answer. What are your self-sabotaging beliefs? Now, this might not have been something that you've ever considered before, um, but some uh, self-sabotaging beliefs, for example, um, might be around, sort of, I don't have enough time, I'm not brave enough to make a change, I have no support, I don't have enough money, things like who am I to do whatever it is you want to do, kind of feelings of um, maybe not being worth it or not being experienced or not an expert or whatever it is, is kind of these things that we tell ourselves time and time again that um, we start to believe they're self-sabotaging beliefs. Again, personally, a big self-sabotaging belief that I have is sort of around a need to work incredibly hard at the expense of my own self-care and relationships in order to be successful. This is something that I've taken years to shift and I work with my own life coach, I work with a mindset coach. Um, It's been hard kind of uncovering this belief and then actually looking at ways to shift it, but so, so important. There's a really common held belief around this, that sort of to be seen as successful, which is normally measured by the amount of money that you earn, you have to work all hours of the day, be um, contactable at all times, have minimal sleep. Personally, I used to be weirdly proud that I could function on very little sleep. And then sort of either having no social life at all because you're working or you party hard, you're the life and soul of the party before then heading back to work the next day for another long, hard day of working. And this just isn't sustainable. I must admit, I'm feeling tired even just saying all of this. And your self-sabotaging beliefs might be around something completely different, but whatever your self-sabotaging beliefs are, it's time to tackle them. The first step is to acknowledge them. And like I said, often we don't take the time to acknowledge the negative talk that we're saying to ourselves. These kind of beliefs that um, stem, often stem from our childhood that we then take with us into adulthood. So actually taking that first step to acknowledge them and not acknowledging the negative stuff that you say to yourself, probably day in, day out. Things that I'm sure you wouldn't ever say to your friends, your partner, your children yet you probably talk negatively to yourself regularly, maybe without even noticing it. The result of this kind of self-sabotaging talk is that you can end up feeling overwhelmed and not getting anywhere fast. When you're feeling overwhelmed like this, it can be really easy to sort of turn to social media, scrolling on Facebook, or binging on one more episode on Netflix, In reality, this doesn't really solve anything and can end up leading to us feeling more overwhelmed and it just becomes a perpetual cycle. I'm sure so many of us are feeling it right now. So one thing to consider is sort of where is this pressure coming from? So this feeling of overwhelm, you know, maybe feeling that there's lots of stuff on your to-do list, things you have to get done. Where's that pressure really stemming from? Is it from yourself rather than other people? Do you really have to get it done today? Is it actually critical? Or is it okay for it to get completed next week or say in a month? Do you end up giving yourself unrealistic deadlines? This is something that I do time and time again, trying to change it. (laughs) But um, I might only have two spare hours in a day and then I'll set myself deadlines to fill out and submit a funding application which if any of you have written funding applications, they're never the quickest thing to do. And they all ask slightly different questions. Um, So no matter how much experience you have, it is almost like starting afresh each time. So in those two hours, I might say that I'm going to submit a funding application, reply to emails, do my accounts, throw in some yoga and some meditation too. I get to three o'clock and it's school pickup time. And I feel insanely overwhelmed because I haven't got half of the amount of things that I plan to do. In reality, I probably only got halfway through that funding application. And this is just, it's me putting pressure on myself. The the deadline. So I give you an example, say the funding application. I was working hard on a funding application yesterday. Um, It only launched yesterday Again, I felt really annoyed with myself because I hadn't got it done. The deadline's not for another month. So in reality, that was just me putting pressure on myself. It was my ideal scenario that I wanted to get it done yesterday. But actually in reality, it was taking me much longer than than I thought it would. But I've still got a month to do it. So to kind of not, not beat yourself up when it's um, self-imposed deadlines and just checking where that pressure is coming from, If it is that, you know, it really does need to be done today, then prioritise it. Um, But also, I'd say if you get to that stage, then look at your own planning, you know, for next time, which I know doesn't help at that moment in time. um, But to kind of to stop yourself getting to that point where you need to do it um, right now and then um, and actually giving yourself some margin So to kind of start taking steps to get out of overwhelm, first of all, you need to get clarity. So actually, what is it that you want? So you might be acknowledging that what you have right now isn't what you want, or you're feeling overwhelmed because you've just got too much to do, you've got lots of stuff on your plate. Well, then get clear on what you do actually want, where you want to be. I often go back to core feelings. Consider how you want to feel in the different areas of your life, What does your ideal life look like? Who's in it? What are you doing? What does it feel like? What does it sound like? The more sensory you can get with it, the better. Remember that the brain can't distinguish between what's real and what's imaginary. You're much more likely to take inspired action if you can almost feel that life that you want to live. For me, I love making vision boards, so I use Pinterest a lot and I'll spend time. So when I start to feel like I'm getting away from my purpose, or I have no clarity, I sort of have no focus, I don't know where I'm going, I'll then dip into my Pinterest board and actually spend maybe like 10 or 15 minutes looking through the pins that I've already saved, of kind of images of the life that I want, you know, having fun with the kids, um, having some luxury, going out, um, going away on holidays, spending time sitting, reading a book, sipping a cup of coffee, um, whatever it is, even just thinking about those images, make me smile. Um, so kind of get get real with it, um, get kind of tap into those, those sensory aspects, what it looks like, what it sounds like, what it feels like, how do you want to feel? Get clear on all of this. Next, you need to make a decision what are the steps that you can take today or tomorrow which can get you closer to your ideal life? I'm reading Tim Ferriss's book, The 4-Hour Work Week, at the moment, and I really recommend it, by the way. Um, he hits upon this, so don't think in terms of some kind of long-term goal, which may or may not happen. Get clear on your dream and decide on tangible steps that you can take today, tomorrow, every single day. So in Tim Ferriss's book, he talks about sort of, you know, many of us work long hours a week, long hours every single day to earn enough money that when we're in our 60s or 70s, we can then live a life that we love. So kind of retirement becomes that like ultimate dream when in reality, if we start to think about how we want to live now, what is that ideal life look like? Do we want to travel more? Do we want to um, have some more time at home, have more time with our family? Whatever it is, um, you then can take steps every single day to live like that rather than burning yourself out now to live the life you want in 40 years time. But the hardest part is just getting started. So take this as a sign, take this podcast episode as a sign to get clear on what you want and just take that first step. That is the hardest part is making that decision to do something and it doesn't need to be something huge. I'll talk more about this in a bit. Pareto's uh, rule of kind of the 80-20 rule can really help in this context of overwhelm. I'm sure most of you have heard of this. So 80% of the outcomes result from 20% of the inputs. A way to kind of use this um, in tangible terms could be to make a list of 10 things that you spend most of your time on. Circle the two that move you closer to where you want to be. So again, you have to start with that clarity, so don't skip that step. Um, it doesn't mean that you drop all responsibilities you know the house still needs to get clean the kids and you still need to be fed but it might help you to decide to delegate maybe you could take on a cleaner or a VA um, to kind of help with all of that admin the necessary crap Uh, this can then free up your time to be spent taking inspired action towards where you actually want to be consider what brings you the most joy so thinking about 80-20 which 20% of your time is spent um on that brings you the most joy I don't think I worded that right so kind of think about your time which which elements bring you the most joy so thinking about that kind of 20% of your time then brings 80% of your joy then kind of prioritize these aspects of your life. It's so, so important. And the same goes for negative energy, considering which 20% of your life brings you the most pain. Um, cut this out, and that includes people, which I know is so much easier said than done, but if you can, distance yourself from those that bring negative energy into your life. And just kind of start by acknowledging, you know, what's the, what are the small areas of your life? Who is in your life? That is bringing 80% of your pain. How you tackle overwhelm and taking steps to your best life is completely subjective. Taking action in the best way for you. Do you put on your cape and take on the goal head first, launching yourself into the situation, or do you prefer a kind of slow and steady wins the race approach, baby steps? There's really no right or wrong way to this and it's all down to what works for you and kind of spending time to figure out what is the best approach for you. Schedule specific time to take action and also time for yourself as well. Make sure that you get enough sleep, you eat well, you keep hydrated. If you don't take care of yourself then you might as well forget everything that I've just said because you can't be productive when you're tired and lethargic. This really is speaking from experience. So this week I've had a cold. So it's been like the second cold in in about three weeks. It came back with a vengeance. And um, as much as I found it difficult, I took some time off. I focused on self-care. I didn't do what I would normally do, which is push on with work. I slept when I was tired, um, which meant that I was nodding off on the sofa really early on, um, getting as much kind of sleep as I could, Um, regardless of uh, the kids disturbing that. And then the result is that I've come back. So as you can hear, I'm still a bit sniffly. But I must admit, I've come back kind of with a much more positive mindset. um, And I'm much more productive as a result. So I lost a few days working. I did have to cancel some meetings and things. um, But I gained a few days of self-care, which is really no bad thing. And it shouldn't be a secret. Um, You know, definitely acknowledge when you need to take self-care and um, and be proud that you've prioritised self-care as well. So I just wanted to wrap up by a kind of a bit of a cheerleader, some pep talk. So remembering who is in control here, you have control over your own thoughts, your feelings and actions. You have 100% got this. Don't look at your tasks as overwhelming and impossible break it down, get clarity on where you want to head, what you are focusing on right now, which has to do with your dream, what small steps you can take today and tomorrow to get you there. In another episode, I will be talking about 90 day planning. But for now, talking about overwhelm, break it down, small steps every single day. Let me know what you're focusing on, what your dream is, what the small steps are that you're taking. It really helps to sort of have that accountability. So I hope that you found this useful. And as always, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Do drop me an email at rosy at com. I'd really love to hear from you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Athlete Podcast with Rosie Mead. If you've liked this episode, why not join my free Facebook community? Check out the Aligned Athlete Club. Let's get you feeling aligned in both training and lifestyle and living a life you love.